Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Spread the truth! I'll set you free! You can't handle the truth. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. That's not how the force works. I'm gonna make him an offer, Captain. I'd buy that for a dollar. Hasta la vista, baby. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients. That's not important right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know. Hello and welcome to the Creative Control Movie Podcast brought to you by Zito's Gang, where we reshape cinema for the better. I'm your host, Ken Anakula, and thank you for joining us for episode seven. Uh, so if you haven't joined us before, on each episode we discussed if we had creative control, um, how we would shape a future movie project or correct mistakes of the past. So joining me on today's episode for episode seven, we have fellow Zito's gang stars, Sasha and Neil. How are you doing, gentlemen? Very good, good very good. How are you? All good. Fantastic. Right. So this is the second of a two-parter, really. So today's episode is about creative control over Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. So in our last episode, we rewrote Star Wars history and discussed how we would have changed Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. So if you haven't checked that episode out, stop here, go back, watch uh, Creative Control Episode Six, then come back and watch this episode number seven. Um, but if you have, we're going to roll straight on. So I can't remember who went first last time. Neil, I think it was yourself, but... Um, yeah, I went first. But we'll go back to you. So if you had creative control, what would you do? Can you remember where you left off on uh, episode eight? Uh, okay, so where I left off, I think I pretty much have the notes. <laughs> uh, moving on to now what is my episode nine. <laughs> Sorry. It's um so we start on Coruscant. Right. And what I have is that, that basically the first order, especially since the, the loss of Star Starkiller Base, Coruscant is now their base of operations. They're like, you know what, this is our capital, this is the, the capital of the galaxy. It was the seat of power. It's now our seat of power. There is no new republic. We got rid of them in Force Awakens. So it's our way or no way. So they're there. And what we have is uh, Phasma is conducting executions. She's doing public executions. So it's just like, you know, we just have a couple of random pilots that have been grabbed during other skirmishes. And she's just like, you know, taking them down, boom, one after the other. But they do like maybe say uh, five a day or 10 a day or whatever the number is. Mm -hmm. And it leads to, you know, the announcement that it's like, ah, but, you know, in a few days, we're going to have, you know, in a few days when our glorious leader Snoke arrives, we're going to have the, you know, the crowning, achievement of executions we're going to execute the traitor fn da, 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 i.e finn right so it's like in a few days they're going to take they're going to execute finn and with all of this going on you know we cut to leia and leia's basically now it's like okay she's trying to organize the best the amount of the resistance that she can muster up because there's no new republic a lot of, a lot of, because of Hux and everything he did in episode eight, mm -hmm. 
that basically the rebellion is pretty scattered. So it's like trying to round everybody up. And it's like, look, we've basically been blown to the wind. We've only got this small amount of people left. What really needs to happen now is we go for basically last ditch attempt. We have to take out the first order as they are right now. They're like celebrating and living the dream on Coruscant. We take them all out or we take out as many as we can or us and the galaxy is done. Like, you know, we're not going to last another year. We're, we're at the, we're, we're at the end now. We're blown, we, you know, we're, we're running on fumes. Yeah. So while all this is going on, she's also arguing with Poe because Poe's like, let's go get Finn. We need to mount a rescue of Finn. And she's like, are you crazy? It was like, there's not enough of us to do that anymore. Right, it was like I know you feel bad because he rescued you and wound up being captured in your place. I know how you feel, but this is not going to go down this way. While this is happening, you know, Luke, Chewie, and them arrive, and they're like, you know, he arrives and he's like, "Sorry, I've been gone so long." They they reconnect, but his point is, he's like, "I'm going after." I'd like they they've kidnapped the girl Ray and I'm going after Snoke and I'm gonna get her back. Like I I've been out of the fight too long and all the time I've been out of the fight, everything's gone to shit basically. Han's dead and you know the rebellion is is almost nothing. In in short, I left and things got worse. So it's time I it's time I step up. So he goes to do that. And when he's like, I'm going after them, Leia's like, well, you don't know where they are. And Poe's like, well, most of the people are on Coruscant, so I think they're probably there too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, she's going to give him that look, like, why are you talking now? And that leads to Luke's Well, He's like, well, that's the best place to start. And it was like, you know what? It probably is there because it's just like Snoke to want to basically defile what was once the former height and seat of the Jedi by, you know, having the first order there. So he, you know, he's doing on that. And I actually wrote a little tiny piece of dialogue, which is um, when he said that he's going to Coruscant, he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to go there. And he says that he's going to go and end Snoke. Like, he says the words, you know, end Snoke. And Leia's like, that doesn't sound very Jedi-like. And Luke's response is, well, it depends on the Jedi. <laughs> right? And when she asks him about Kylo, he has a line of dialogue where he says, darkness only exists when light fails to reach it. Mm-hmm. Which you can kind of take, you, you kind of take it as that's his... A very you on one hand you say it as it's a polite way of him saying don't worry I'm not going to try and kill your son <laughs> right I'm going to try and reach him and bring him back but on the other hand it's like you can also kind of take it as if he won't come night if he's if he won't rejoin the light he then he's got to go with the darkness and go the same way that Snoke and them are going to go when I get there mm-hmm. so. That's sort of like it. And then basically Poe and Chewie are like, we're coming with you. 
And Leia's like, nope, no, you're not. I got an absolute mission for the two of you. Right. She's like, I got a mission for the two of you to go on. Now we cut to Kylo and, you know, on Coruscant, he walks into a room, Ray's in the room, you know, tied to a table or whatever it is. And he's like, so, you know, they, they tell me that, you know, you were training with, you know, you were training with Skywalker. And they have a dialogue about it. And the dialogue, you know, it, it's also a bit reminiscent of the fact that this scene happened already in uh, episode seven, where yeah. they were at the table. But this time, even though she's tied to the table, it's the, the they're, ev- they're more evenly matched mm-hmm. verbally in their conversation because they know each, well, you know, she, he knows, she knows him better. Mm-hmm. So in their little dialogue, they're speaking and, He's like, you know, you need to join us, right? You want to you learn how to use a lightsaber, how to use the force, join with us, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, you know, no, there's not that many of you left anyway because I saw what your uncle could do when he's not even connected to the force kind of thing. He's like, you, you know, you're nothing. And she's like, she really hates him. And, you know, he, he's being a bit like dismissive about Luke. And she's like, how can you be this way? You know, he's like, how can you kill your own father? Alluding to what happened with Han. And, you know, he's a bit like, you know, he doesn't outright admit to murdering him. I still kind of want that thing which which um, Sash brought in of you not knowing whether or not Han turned on the lightsaber or whether it was Kylo. But it's, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make Kylo, you know, that it's like, he could possibly be full evil. He could probably not be. But, you know, she's like, you know, how could you kill him? And he takes a long time before he answers, but he answers and he says, Han made me weak. And, you know, what needed to be done was done. He doesn't say, he doesn't say I did what needed to be done. He's like, what needed to be done was done. And, you know, he's like, you know, a knight, a, a knight of Ren must always be strong so then she gets like you know kind of snarky a bit and she says oh did you feel strong when you killed luke's wife and child mm-hmm. and then that kind of it makes him think back to that day and think back to what happened and you know that's when he's like he kind of he gets he, he gets angry and he's like you know you don't know what you're talking about luke doesn't even know what happened or like Luke doesn't know everything, you know, that kind of spiel of, oh. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> and um, that kind of, you know, like he he looks like he's about to say more, but then he gets interrupted and someone's like, oh, you know, Lord Snoke's ship has arrived, you know, and he's like, hmm. So he storms off to, to go and, you know, have his conversation with Snoke. He gets to Snoke. And Snoke is like, ah, good, here you are. Hux, here you are. Knights of Ren, here you are, Kylo. And he's like being real congratulatory to them. He was like, ah, my Knights of Ren. Because they basically, Kylo walks in and all the Knights of of Ren are behind him. They're flanking him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, ah, my Knights of Ren, you know, you've done so well. You know, you've ridded the galaxy of Skywalker. And he's talking, 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 but... And then he basically is like, oh, Kylo, didn't realize, didn't see you there. 
and he's like, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, I'm congratulating them because they did a good job. They did what was necessary. They got rid of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. What did you do? He was like, did you, did you deliver the killing blow? He's like, no. Did you do this? No. It was like, well, why not? He was like, I wasn't there. He was exactly, you weren't there. He was like, and what do you bring me? You bring me another one of his students. And he basically says, you better hope that Ray isn't as good. You know, you better hope she's not as good as you are. Because if she is, you might be getting replaced. <laughs> He's really just like, Kylo, I'm kind of sick of you now. You really haven't, you haven't, proved, you haven't pr- shown me anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, maybe if you start acting like a Knight of Ren, maybe if you start showing me what, you, what you're about, maybe I'll treat you with respect kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, Kylo's like really pissed off. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. You know what? And he was like, there's some mention of Finn. So Kylo's like, okay, I'm going to go torture Finn. <laughs> like, I'm going to go take out my frustrations on him. And, you know, then we cut to Poe, Poe and Chewie, their mission, they've gone to, you know, a, a secret kind of hideaway part of the galaxy to, to deal with their mission. And their mission is to get Lando, right? I'm keeping that piece in. Their mission is to get Lando because Lando is, it's basically that, you know, other than Leia, other than possibly Luke, other than what could have been Han, the only person whose voice could just unite every rebel in the galaxy to come is Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Lando, you know, he's like, he's the guy who, he's like, I'm the, I'm the connect. I got the hookup. I know everyone. So Lando's like, okay, if Leia sent you to me, then that means she wants us to go round up all the rebellion, to go round up everyone that we can to come and deal with this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of hint at like, oh, he knows, you know, like when it's like, you know, in Marvel, when it's like, oh, I know a guy. Yeah. It's like that moment of like, I know a guy, you know, so he's like going to round up some people. Um, Cut back to, to Kylo. Kylo is now in there with Finn and he's like, you know, I'm going to just have a ball. I'm just going to torture you and get all my frustrations out. Now that we know Finn is force sensitive, but Finn is the only person in here who's force sensitive with zero training. He has no idea how the force works, no idea what he can do with the force, no idea of anything. He's running on pure emotion. And when Finn is, when Kylo's using his, his force powers against him, the same way he did to Poe when he was torturing him, when he's doing that, Finn is, it's almost like a, a, a give and take. And Finn's sort of like getting images in his head. So at one point, when all of this is going on, he starts to see images of like Kylo, like standing over, you know, a woman and, and a child and his lightsaber's lit, but he can see almost like he can see it through Kylo's eyes. Like first person perspective. Kind yeah, of. first person. So we can see it, but at the same time, you can almost feel mm-hmm. what Kylo felt at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like he's 
suffering and pain. And then when he stops and he's like all breathing, he's like, who's Mara Jade? And he's like, I saw you. Why were you so sad? You know, he was like, what happened to you? And it's, that's, this is the moment where it's like, oh, wait a minute. Did, did Kylo not kill them? Was Luke wrong? You know, because now you've got a character who's just like, he can see, he's seeing it through his own eyes. And it's like, mm-hmm. I felt what you felt. So yeah. I know something's different here. Mm-hmm. From that, <clears throat> you know, Kylo's like, you know, mind your business and he leaves. And then we got, um, <clears throat> so Luke arrives on Coruscant and he's like, he's snuck in, you know, one person ship and all that. He's on Coruscant and he's trying to work his way towards the Jedi Temple. Or maybe he's not the Jedi Temple. I, I would assume it'd be the Jedi Temple because, you know, if I was Snoke, that's where I set up. Yeah. So he's going there and as he's kind of sneaking there, he kind of gets caught or he gets surrounded and he's like, well, you know, I'm Luke Skywalker, so, you know, let me draw for the lightsaber kind of thing. And then what he finds out is it's Leia. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you didn't think I let you come by yourself, did you? And, it, you know, he's sort of like, you're a general, you've got an entire rebellion to run, and you're a good general, this is totally out of character, what are you doing here, kind of thing. And she's like i've left a good i've left you know someone trustworthy in charge mm-hmm. you know which is a little cut back and it's you know akbar mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> man don't die for nothing right <laughs> but she's left him in charge and it's sort of like her basically point is she's like look for one you're my brother and i can't let i can't let something happen to you i've already lost han Two, that's my son. You know, if anyone's going to bring him back, it's going to be me. Mm-hmm. And three, you know, she points out, she's like, you haven't been the same since Mara. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, and it's sort of like, in the nicest possible way it can be phrased, I'm sure like if I was in control, a better screenwriter than I am would come and <laughs> write the dialogue. But it would basically be like, I trust you to do what's right. But at the same time, maybe I don't trust you to do what I think is right. You know, so she's like, I don't want my son dead. Mm -hmm. And you may attempt to kill him. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of thing they run up on. And, you know, this is my universe of doing it. Mm -hmm. So at this point, Leia can move about a bit, you know, She's, you know, she's not going to be in there like Yoda or nothing. But, you know, it's like she's good enough with a lightsaber and with the force that Mm -hmm. should trouble arise, Mm -hmm. she can handle herself. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the same person who basically rescued herself when her rescuers were in danger Mm -hmm. in episode four. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what's going on. And um, they make their way off to go kind of face off with Snoke. They find they wind up inside Jedi Temple slash Snoke Space, mm-hmm. and working their way through, they find Phasma. They find you know they find Phasma and they kind of do what they need to do. But the 
the big takeaway is they get in, find Finn. Mm-hmm. And as they rescue Finn, the remaining knights of Ren, they you know, they show up and they're like, you know what? Kylo knew you'd come. Mm-hmm. Ensuing fight, which is, you know, it's Luke, Leia, and like a basically <laughs> trying but not doing great Finn mm-hmm. versus these knights of Ren. Now because of what happens in episode eight, there's not that many Knights of Ren left. If there was seven, when we first see them, there's now like four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Luke, he, he's, you know, reconnected with the Force, full whack. He takes out, you know, he, he deals with his two. Leia's dealing with her one. Finn's getting, the, you know, the shit kicked out of him, but he's not, you know, he's not doing well, but he's not dying. Mm-hmm. And the result of that is they basically, they win. And it's like, you know, they win and they start making their way off to kind of go find, you know, to to find Kylo and Rey in them. Mm -hmm. So while this is going on, uh, Poe, Lando and Chewie turn up to Coruscant and they don't turn up alone. It's like, you know, the whole First Order's there and they now know, you know, something's amiss because, you know, certain people aren't, aren't, you know, reporting for duty and whatnot. So they start kind of, basically, they're like, all right, we need to go figure out what's going on. And sort of like what happens in The Rise of Skywalker, where all the ships turn up. Yeah. But I, I prefer to have it like that happening in this in the space, mm-hmm. but on the ground, we have a similar thing turn up, mm-hmm. which is, you know, maybe... Han and maybe it's like you know, not Han. Sorry, Chewie and Lando are on the ground, or maybe it's Chewie on the ground with a couple of other people. And then when it looks like oh they're surrounded, they're like actually no, you're surrounded. And it's like you know the better ground troopers people. So think of like you know we have a whole kind of in canon amount of people from Star Wars, right? So you've got Star Wars Rebels and all of that, right? So you have a bunch of people turn up, you know, throwing out names, maybe it's Ashoka, maybe it's um, some of the, the guys from Rebels. It's, you know, just a gang of people who could turn up, and in the sky, you got the oh, same yeah. thing, right? And, you know, in the, in the sky, in space, you've got the same thing. You've got the best pilots turn up and the best ground soldiers turn up. So, full-on battle is going on everywhere. Um... Arriving now in Snoke's chambers is Luke, Leia, and Finn, and they find Snoke, Kylo, and Rey are all there. And, you know, when you see her, it's like, you know, Rey looks very disheveled and whatnot. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool, what's going on? And it's like, well, look, it's just Kylo and Snoke versus you know, everyone else in the room, essentially. And Snoke's like, nah. It was like, I'm not here to fight no one. I'm here to watch. And it was like, (laughs) it was like, look, none of us have intentions of killing Kylo, but at the same time, you know, he ain't going to beat all of us by himself. And Snoke just starts laughing, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's not by himself. And he's like, is he? And then Ray just says, 
no master. And it's just like, you know, everyone looks at each other and it's sort of like, yeah, <laughs> I've used everything in my, you know, my resources to turn her. So she's like, I mean, the best way I can describe this is anyone who's seen the animated Street Fighter movie, this is like when Ken turns up to fight Ryu. Right? <laughs> right. Put that cloak on and the cloak comes off and immediately it's like, let's dance. Yeah. So it's that, and that battle leads it to being Finn and Leia trying to fight off Rey mm-hmm. and Luke going in against Kylo. Mm-hmm. So while all of this is going on and, you know, everybody's battling, it's essentially Ray is clearly like has the upper hand against Leia and Finn because Finn's untrained and Leia hasn't used, hasn't had to fight or anything in, in years. Yeah. So she's kind of got the upper hand because I mean, you know, up for the whole freaking for the whole of the last movie she's literally just training to be a Jedi she was training to fight with Luke so it's sort of like it's even but uneven at the same time mm-hmm. the takeaway from that is that she manages to injure both of them but it's like you know Leia basically uses as much of the force as she can to try and like break the hold Yeah, and you know, while that's happening, Luke and Kylo are still going at it, going at it, going at it. And then I this is one pit where I didn't I didn't know who I was gonna have win this battle. Because on one hand I wanted Luke to win. Mm-hmm. And you know but I feel like if Luke wins it's a bit too much like Return of the Jedi where he yeah. wins and then he's like, I won't kill you. Mm-hmm. So I kinda have it that Kylo wins. I thought, I thought maybe it'd be better if Kylo wins. And then Kylo's won. And then maybe Luke says something to the effect of like, you know, you killed my family. You killed Han. And, you know, now you're going to kill me kind of thing. And then it's, you know, Finn who kind of pipes up. He's on the floor injured, but he's able to see this. And he pipes up and he's like, he didn't kill them. And it's like, you know, that kind of realization is like, there's good in him. I know that's very cliched Star Wars, but I, I kind of yeah. want that moment of the final the chapter, real- yeah. where everybody's like, you didn't, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Snoke's like, of course he didn't do it. <laughs> right? He went in there. I, you're just like, I knew him. I knew him better than you did. I knew as soon as everything went to shit, he was going to go and try and save them. So I killed them before I started burning the temple down. Mm-hmm. And then it's that realization. It's like, oh, you did this. Mm-hmm. I, at that moment, it's kind of like, you know, it's sort of not a Mexican standoff, but it's sort of at a point where at this, Luke is back on his feet and I don't know which way how it would form, but it would basically wind up being Snoke versus Luke. Mm -hmm. And I would want it to be that Snoke, through, you know, underhanded tactics and treats and everything, he basically winds up winning. Mm -hmm. And, but it's sort of like, you know, 
everyone jumps in to get him. Like he, you know, he beats Luke, so maybe he, you know, he kills Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like, oh, well, by Luke, you know, you're you're done for. And it's kind of like he's going down like Qui Gon Jinn, mm-hmm. you know. Kylo's holding him. Ray's been broken from this trance, and she's there, and it's sort of like. You know, everyone's basically there with Luke, who's who's dying, and Luke sort of says to to Ben, he's like, you know, not I forgive you because obviously he's got nothing to really forgive because he didn't do it. He's just like, he says something to the effect of like, you know, we're all proud of you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the tipping point. So he's like, you know, you know, we we all love you. We're all proud of you. Yeah, I say you something know. similar. Like, yeah, like you know, you are my nephew. I love you. Your father yeah. loved you. You know, that's focus it. on the love. You know. Yeah. So it's you know, because and the thing, the core thing I want to be remembered from this is Luke never learned the whole thing of Jedi's don't have attachments and don't love because this is the same. This he had a wife. And the Jedi. So all of that, like the prequels thing of these are the set rules of the Jedi. Luke never learned that, so that's not a, something he would pass on down yeah. to. He changed the, it, evolved it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what it leads to is like Ray. She's like out of her little trance, and she's like, you know, looking at Snoke. Snoke's just sitting there. He's laughing. He's like, really, like. You're, you were supposed to be the best. You were supposed you you defeated the empire, right? And your dying words is basically "I love you." Mm-hmm. It's like wow, <laughs> that was waste. That was a waste. And you know, it was like if it were me, I would have told you guys to run. <laughs> they all band together (laughs) 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 they all band together so now it's it's kylo ray and even though she's injured she's going to use the force layer and even though he basically doesn't know what he's doing finn Mm -hmm. all attempting to deal with snoke yeah and the 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 resulting end of it is a flirting with the idea that Leia bites the dust as well, but the, but they win basically. They kill Snoke. He's dead, dusted. Bye. You know, lightsaber to the side of the head. He's not coming back. He's done. And you know, up up above. You know, outside the battle's raging, but the rebellion, even with their minimal forces, are still kind of they're winning. So it's like, you know, because their their outlook is like, we got nothing left. And that kind of leads out to when, you know, when it gets broadcasted that Snoke's dead. You know, and obviously throughout all of this, you know, Hux is probably, you know, well, Hux, he's not going to die. I'm going to have Hux live, but he's going to definitely surrender because mm-hmm. I'm like, man like that don't need to die, right? I was like, he looks soft, he looks soft enough that, you know, <laughs> look at him hard enough, he'll, he'll, he'll surrender. So, you know, having that Snoke, Snoke's death, 
ends it kind of thing. And that, you know, when they all come out, the first order troops who are left, they're like surrendering and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because remember, these aren't clone troopers who are who are trained. You know, these aren't clone troopers who are, you know, genetically altered to never give up and never know, right? A lot of these guys were stolen as children. Yeah, yeah, it's a different type of army. It's a different yeah. type of thing. They, they, they're doing it, but it's like, you know, they're like, I'm not really about this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the war is over. And it's sort of like, you know, raised there and it's sort of like, so now what? You know, there's no, it's like, there's no Han, there's no Luke, there's no Leia kind of thing. It's like, what do we do? And Kylo's sort of like, well, they're they're with us, you know, obviously, because he knows all about Force Ghosts and everything. So he's like, Mm -hmm. they're with us, you know, and like, I'm sure if we need them, they'll show us the way. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, it the roll end credits. <laughs> roll credits. Yeah, well, I would say that you know, the way it ends is like you kind of look at it, and your heroes have lived, obviously. The, and I don't know if I'd call it the rise of Skywalker, but if it was the rise of Skywalker, it's the rise of Ben, you know, even yeah. solo. Yeah, it, the, the, it's the rise of, of Skywalker to the Force Ghost plane. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we done. All the bad guys are dead. All the good guys are here and they're happy and cool. Have a little funeral for for Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. And credits. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, we got two for one there. So, <laughs> so eight and nine. Uh, that was really good. I really like some elements there. You know, even Sash called out when some stuff happened. Um, yeah, I think it was, I think everyone's in agreement that, you know, Luke needed more of an integral part for the rest of the trilogy and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, and no, I really enjoyed that. Um, I think I went second last time, so I'm going to do it now. Um, I, I probably won't go as in depth as I did on the last episode, but, um, kind of recap where I left it off. Uh, Snoke and we have Lord Ren now. Um, they've escaped with Captain Phasma, they're heading back to Mustafa to heal themselves, including the Knights of Ren from the battle with Luke and stuff. Um, and then out steps of the shadows, Darth Maul. So I brought Darth Maul back. Um, I broke the two apprentice rule basically because Snoke is just you're not your average Sith master, so it's not like one master, one apprentice. Uh, and we'll come on to more of that. Um, the resistance on the salt planet. Um, pretty much where we left them, um, like in in the actual um, episode eight, um, but they're unable to be tracked now because the system was disabled. Luke and Leia, they've met, they've embraced. Um, they understand the challenge that faces them. Um, Poe sent a message out to Lando to reach him, um, and Leia, you know, she's like, you know, there's always hope, and Luke um, is like, he turns to Ray and it's like, we have much to learn. So that's kind of where we left off. So episode nine. Um, start off with a bit of an action piece, a um, little bit similar, Millennium Falcon chase scene, um, but I wouldn't have Finn there. It's going to be Poe and Rose with the droids, um, and they're going to be out <coughs> doing a run, whether it's Intel or whatever it is. Um, I won't have uh, light speed jumping because Sasha will get upset, so um, I'm going to leave that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, when that happened, oh my god, he was so upset. 
but then we go back and we're we've got Luke and Leia and they're training Ray and Finn because we understand Finn is force sensitive now. You know, he demonstrated he could handle himself a little bit with a lightsaber. He took on Kylo and hurt him at the end of episode seven. Um, and you know, the force sensitivity played a little bit of part in my episode eight. So they're training both of them. Um, we cut to Snoke and he's really disappointed with Kylo's performance in the fight with Ray and Luke and questions if he made him a Sith Lord too early. Um, so, you know, there's a sense of disappointment from him. Um, they haven't had a signal back from Lando, so they send Chewie off to go track Lando down. Um, probably take BBA with him or something like that. Um, so then we cut between the training of Luke to Ray um, and also for Kylo at Vader's castle, both trying to find out more about Snoke and where he's come from. So Luke has done it from the Jedi Temple, the books and stuff like that. And he has been researching it for years because he felt his presence in the Force. Kylo, you know, he's always been his master and he's been trying to find out a little bit about him. But now he's found Vader's castle. He's found that there's things in there that can give him some explanations. So what we learn is uh, Snoke is the prime Jedi, um, consumed by the dark side. Um, and the years of the Force and using the dark side of the Force has damaged his body. Um, which is why it's deteriorating. And he's actually learned to become a force parasite. So he sucks the force out of Jedi um, to regenerate himself. And this is why he's so intent on getting Luke and Rey, because he's felt Luke's force, uh, you, know, you know, power in the force. You know, Snoke is from the um, outer reaches of the galaxy. And I think it's a little bit in canon where um, even... Palpatine felt some presence or some calling from the outskirts of the universe and stuff like that. And that's pretty much like Snoke and he was like, you know, building up his powers and his strengthening and stuff like that. Um, and we found obviously, which was touched on, is that the Force has kind of reached out to others, making them Force sensitive. So like the Force has kind of tried to spread um, itself rather than being just particular people in Jedi. That's why Finn is Force sensitive. We saw that kid with the broom at the end of Last Jedi, you know, so there's, there's others out there with, with the Force and he needs to feed off this. Um, so, but finding out about this, like Kylo questions Snoke's motives, you know, the fact that he was a, you know, he was a Jedi himself um, and stuff like that. Um, and then we have the sort of the interchange between Rey and Kylo. So I do like kind of that mind melding between the two um, where they're talking to each other through the Force. Um, and they're both trying to understand their place in the Force and stuff like that, and what they've both found out about Snoke and stuff like that. Um, and that's pretty much the journey, and I'm just leading up to a big fight, because there'll be other little bits in between, but to try and get more of a sense, this is a huge crescendo battle. So what we're going to have is pretty much like pretty much like you said, I'm going to have Poe lead the, like the air dog fight in the sky. I'm going to have Rose um, do the land battle. Um, so be in charge of the battle on the land against the troops and Captain Phasma. And Layla's going to be instructing the plan of attack from like her ship. Um, so the final fight, um, I wasn't too sure whether, to, uh, first of all, I thought I was going to have it at Vader's castle. But I was like, that's too much like episode three with the lava planet and stuff like that. Um, I thought about the Jedi Temple, but I actually quite like the visuals of Kef Beer, I think it was, which they actually had in episode nine, where they found the remnants of the old um death star you know so like a water planet and stuff yeah. like that because i quite like the visuals about that you know it could be quite cold and the wet and the rain and all that kind of stuff 
Um, and that's where your final fight is. So basically, it's all going to be leading up to this. You're going to have Snoke there. You've got um, you've got Ren. You've got Darth Maul, and you've got the Knights of Ren. Um, you've got then Luke and Ray, Finn, um, sort of heading heading to take them on. Um, now there's a bit of an outnumbering thing going on um, because the amount of them, you know, Luke's you know showing off his mad skills. He's probably taking a couple of Knights of Ren out. They start getting into difficulties, and then similar to you, Leia shows up in the room, lightsaber on. She's there to support the fight. Like like you say with Luke, it's like you didn't think I'd let you have all the fun or whatever it may be, you know. So we have the brother and sister back to back fighting and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to give Finn a bit of a moment um, because I felt so bad at how he'd been written out of the movies, pretty much, and his impact in it, and. You know, all he was like is, I can feel Ray, I can sense Ray, it's like, but I'm not going to do anything about it or tell her about it. <laughs> so for me, it was just like, okay, how, how can I give him a moment? You know, okay, he's shown some skill with the lightsaber, loose. So he's going to have a little bit of a, a tussle with Darth Maul. Um, but obviously Darth Maul is multi-skilled. He, you know, he's all about that. Foe's just Poe's barely saving his life. Da um, uh, Finn and then Poe comes down in his ship, starts firing down on the ground to where Darth Maul is. Um, distracting him, giving Finn a chance, lightsaber, and to make sure he dies this time, cut through half, top to bottom through the middle, <laughs> not through the side with his metal legs. So like straight down the middle. <laughs> and so Finn has his moment that he's killed Darth Maul, like the big fucking bad. And it's just like, that's, yeah, why the fuck not? Uh, <laughs> but he's done, obviously done it in a way where if it was a one-on-one, -on -one, he wouldn't have probably been able to do it. Yeah. Um, the battle's raging on outside. Like you say, La La you know, Lando shows up with Chewie, um, you know, helps uh, win back, you know, with the extra support from the air and stuff like that. Um, coming back to the fight um, between the biggies, um, Snoke is actually hurt by Ray, and, um, you know, he's kind of like disgusted by this. And um, so he, he lashes out and he's about to kill uh, Ray. And Luke actually sacrifices himself to save Ray. Uh, a little bit kind of like Obi-Wan-ish, you know, just kind of like comes in, you know, takes the hit, um, disappears, force ghosts, you know, so everyone's like, oh my God, Luke, no. Um, and while that's happening, Snoke, he's, he's been quite hurt by Ray. So then he starts to feed off Finn, who's close by. So he sucks his uh, force energy out of him, which leaves Finn down for the count. Um, but he's only, but because he's only force sensitive, it wasn't enough. And so what he actually does is he then starts to feed off Kylo, who's the closest to him. He starts draining some of his life support, just enough to get him back on his feet, but it makes Kylo collapse. Um, so then you have a situation where Ray and Leia are both fighting Snoke. Uh, Kylo's trying to recover. He's just understand how um, Snoke's used him. And um, basically then... Snoke knocks Ray down to the ground. It's him and Leia, and you know he he plunges his uh, lightsaber into to Leia, and starts sucking the life force out of her as she's dying. Um, and obviously Kylo sees that, and he jumps. It's like his mother. The instincts kick in. He goes to try and save her. Um, you know, probably cuts off Snoke's other arm because he got well. I got him. I think I had him have an arm cut off in the last one. So he's already got one robotic hand, cuts off the other one that was holding the lightsaber. Um, but what you see then is 
his arm just regenerates because you throughout this fight now because he's taken the force of um, him and Leia that force he's taken from Leia has actually improved his um, physical appearance so his scars have disappeared he's stronger he's more fit so the arm grows back kind of thing and you can see he's become more and more powerful he wasn't able to do it with Luke because Luke died through sacrifice he wasn't able to take his force because obviously when he died his force took him in to be a force ghost. So, you know, he just kind of took him away. So he wasn't able to get anything from him. Um, and then, yeah, and then we have sort of like a moment, a mind meld between Ray and Ben. A little bit like what we had in Rise of Skywalker where they hear the voices of the past. Um, but I really liked, um, it's, it's so OTT, but it's like we're going out with a bang, where they had all the force ghost Jedis when they're speaking their lines appear. And they all sort of like lean forward and help push the force back through Ray and, and, and Ben Solo now, pretty much. He's kind of having his turn. Um, and you see Yoda, you see, you know, Luke is there. You see probably, it's probably gonna have to be a young Anakin now because that's how we saw him at the, return, at the end of the Jedi. Um, but technically that's wrong. But hey, so uh, uh, Mace Windu, what the hell, we'll say he was D-died. Have them all there, Qui-Gon. They're all there as force goes, helping along. Um, uh, they end up beating Snoke, take him out. Um, ben manages to say goodbye to his mother because she's still quite not dead yet. Um, he gets his arm, says his goodbye, similar to you. I love you. I'm proud of you. Um, you know, you know, you are my son, kind of thing. She passes away, disappears because she's joined the force. All the battle wins, big explosions in the sky. Probably a little bit like End of Jedi, I guess. Every time the Jedi got big celebrations. Um, you're gonna have Ray and Ben sort of like trying to celebrate, and then he shows her how to see Force ghosts. And you know, it's like then you see them all there, and um, Luke's gonna be there, Leia's gonna be there. But I couldn't have Han there because he wasn't Force sensitive, even though I wanted to see him there. But pretty much there'll be like a statue of Han. Um, Han Solo there um, mm. and it will have on like the statue on the plaque it'll be like smuggler, rebel husband, father, hero kind of thing um, and yeah then the cuts of credits so that's kind of how I'd have wrapped up the saga uh, You forgot Nerf Herder <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant uh, So yes that's my episode 9 I like it um, Yeah not as much detail as the last one but um, yeah, it's hard to put a treatment together in a short space of time. Mm. So, um, no, I think the hardest thing of this is, is trying to end it. Because yeah. you know that it's like, even though this is creative control, you know that when you say end credits, mm -hmm. there's nothing after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I did it very much in the sense of I don't want to see an episode. I thought, you know, do I see an episode 10 with Ray and Nat? But I was just like, nah, this, this is going to be the saga. Let's start telling some new stories with some new characters and stuff like that. So, yeah, I kind of left it there. But as with any studio, when I, when I leave creative control, there'll be someone else who comes in and thinks different and like, no, we're going to go episode 10. We're going to bring Ray back. We're going to bring Ben back. And we're going to bring Palpatine back. And, you know, all this kind of bullshit. So, um, so Sasha, tell us about your episode nine. Uh... I've got to add to eight because I didn't finish eight. <laughs> oh, you did have a couple of extra. I did have a couple of bits. About. I didn't really think, I think because like I was all over the place because I was 
you know what I mean? I had ideas, but I didn't have them written down. Um, one thing I would take away, uh, just a quick recap. So I wanted, I introduced the whole Mara Jade thing with mm. the kids and stuff. I very much wanted Kylo's journey to be that he was misunderstood and just yeah. fell in with a bad crowd. I wanted there to be a school. I wanted Snoke to be one of the teachers of the school, right, along yes. with Mace Windu. Maybe Ahsoka Tano, I don't know, mm. but like maybe not. Um, because I wanted to save her for this movie, I'm not really, but <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd have um, Mace Windu, Snoke, Del Teca from episode seven, who was played by Max Martin Schneider, have um, what's his name, um, the guy from Jedi, what's it, the, uh, the, from the Kevin J. Anderson's Jedi Search mm-hmm. trilogy, um, no, from Dark Empire 2, um, Cam something rather, who was Luke's right Cam, hand Cam, man. Cam, this, something like that? Huh? Cam, sorry? Cam, Cam, this, something like that? Yeah, him, him. He, uh, sorry, he was from Dark Empire 2, sorry. I'm thinking of someone else in the Jedi Academy trilogy. But um, yeah, I'd have, because he was like Luke's right hand man doing the Academy in the EU and stuff. So I was like, okay, bit cameo. You don't really need to see, go too much into their characters other than, oh, I know who that is, like you would a Marvel film, you know? Yeah. Um, because like I said before, I want to draw heavily from the EU, from the other various Star Wars canon that's out there and legends and stuff and mm-hmm. kind of give everyone their due. And for new people, very much, you know what, I'm going to quote John Favreau because John Favreau was an interview really and he really nailed it on the head. It was kind of like, you have to respect what, like what, what he did and what Kevin Feige does with Marvel. You have to respect the um, respect the OG fans. You have to respect the OG fans and give them what they want. And at the same time, you have to make the story. You're like telling two stories. You're telling one for the OG fans and one for new people that never really watched these films before. Make it accessible, um, yeah. Yeah. So whenever I bring like something new, it's because we're utilizing them for the story we're going to tell, which mm-hmm. is why I brought in Grand Admiral Thrawn right at the start kind yeah. of thing and make him the big actually the big bad in all of these things a guy that has no force powers and stuff and what he has to hold over these force users to get them to do his bidding and his bidding is to fulfill um palpatine's legacy which is kind of what it is you know what i mean like in general which is where i thought they were gonna kind of go with these new characters in the original film i didn't think they'd bring palpatine back but hey you know someone read dark empire a bit too much and thought that was cool without even thinking what george thinks so (laughs) you know and like i said if you're going to draw from the eu you've got also look at what lucas what lucas generally wanted to do with it as well and draw upon those themes and ideas from the six movies and stuff and not compromise those six movies um because they are they are the bible in my in my world and like most people so um without further ado without further ado the stuff i changed with what i said last time only thing i take out really is that lightsaber battle between um luke skywalker and the two knights of friend mm-hmm. that i said um mainly because i was going to have a similar scene later on mm-hmm. but then i felt i'd be repeating myself and i didn't want to do that um i did like his standoff against kylo in the last jedi but i didn't like 
that he died and I wanted more. So basically his last stand would probably, when he goes save Leia and that, um, at the end, um, I wanted him to be there physical, fuck that shit. He's still on the island and he does it away from the island. Mm -hmm. And the main reason is, is because even though he hasn't been a Jedi, he even says that this should, the Jedi should end, the Sith should end, it should all end. He's there to die. That doesn't mean he didn't look at other ways of the Force and I, what I was thinking is probably he looked at becoming a grey Jedi, a Bendu, if you will. If you look at other Star Wars media, that's a, that's a thing. Um, but that's not something I want to bring to the table in, in, eight, in 8, because he's cut off from the Force, very much so. Um, but that doesn't mean he didn't look into it. Yeah. Um, with the other thing... The other thing I didn't really develop was uh, Poe and Finn. Now, Poe and Finn, I wanted to send them on an adventure. I kind of figured, you know, like I said before, um, you know, have you get to know Finn, sorry, Poe's backstory through the Rogue Squadron, through the fighter pilots that he has a camaraderie and they go on a mission. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more it'd be a heist, mm-hmm. bring in a bit more of the underworld. I did mention not the the planet Narshadar from all, all from Dark Empire and um, some of the video games and stuff and have them go to that planet where they meet Lando. This is something new I'm bringing in. Mm-hmm. Um, that we meet Lando in the second film rather than saving him till the end. Lays the groundwork because with this, with this film you meet um, a lot of rogues and smugglers <laughs> and that kind of thing. And most importantly, a pirate ship which is run by Captain Hondo from the Clone Wars and who cameos in Rebels from time to time. And I would like Antonio Banderas to play this alien motherfucker because, like, you know what? How he is in Expendables 3, that is Hondo like a T. So um, Hondo's a character much like Captain Jack Sparrow. You cannot trust this motherfucker. I'm talking Pirates (laughs) 1, where, like, is he with us? Is he not with us? And that's his his whole shindig. The other person I want to bring in, because... I want to. I want that because they're going to Narshadar. Poe Dameron, uh, Poe Dameron, outside of like all of that, spice, spice smuggler. You know, he rolled with Han, so you know what I mean. Like he's wanted by everybody. Black Sun, the people that fucking Darth Maul deals with, um, everyone. He's wanted by everyone. He's the most wanted man there. He teams up with the girl from Rise of Skywalker, that kind of thing. But there's mm-hmm. a mysterious bounty hunter after him who basically fucking everyone for Poe Dameron and his name is Boba Fett because the Sarlacc pit found him indigestible nice which is his opening world which is his opening line of dialogue because like Snake Piskin everyone thought he was dead um um, with throughout this adventure I want there to be lots of double cross and a lot of who did what and whom um I also was thinking maybe Boba Fett sends them to the Empire gets paid by gets paid by Grand Admiral Thrawn and then breaks them out and ships them off to some other gangster and gets paid double and fucks off. <laughs> um, because that's what that's what Fett would do. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I was thinking This of, is the way. Yeah, this is the way. So that that's kind of where I was going this. But the whole point is I wanted to bring Boba Fett back for the Boba Fett fans. Um and little nods to the Mandalorian, having that Mandalorian vibe yeah. and having lots of double crosses and stuff, which would lead to whatever I said in the last podcast is all canon. In terms of um in terms of uh Raylo, very much so. I want her to join him and they fuck off both sides. 
okay and you think they live you think they live happily ever after you see uh, now hang on wait returns okay yeah those are my points for episode eight cool oh no one more thing one more thing um just one more thing upon the whole smugglers thing they go to other planets too because you want to expand the world in the universe and maybe have throwbacks one of those throwbacks throw pit rose pin sorry rose po finn get names mixed up um kind of says how memorable those guys are um <laughs> but um they they end up on Naboo. They end up on the planet of Naboo from episode one, The Phantom Menace mm -hmm. and Attack of the Clones. Actually, all those prequels I think it's in. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, they end up there and you kind of get a sense of like what their, their mission will send them there primarily at some point to get mm -hmm. to Narshada. <laughs> when you get there to this throwback planet, you kind of see where Naboo is and stuff. You've got Gungans living in harmony with like the Naboo kind of thing. So you've seen like Boss Nass has it, they've integrated their cultures and stuff a little bit. And uh, you know, so I've seen a Naboo up on the palace and so seeing the Gungan in the palace and shit is kind of norm normal. Um, no, we won't be bringing back Jar Jar, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> um, in episode eight, we won't be bringing Jar Jar at all back. Maybe there's a you statue won't, of him. Won't, you, you won't, maybe, you, maybe, I don't think so. Maybe Boss Nass. Maybe he's, yeah. maybe he's like the rug. <laughs> Maybe he's the, the rug in with that, that tongue out. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? As much as we hate Jar Jar, because we're in our forties and we're older, and when we watch that film, we're like, "What the fuck is this guy?" There is a whole generation of people that grew up and love him, and there mm -hmm. are people that I've actually met that say, "Growing up, that was their favorite character," and I was kind of shocked mm -hmm. by this. But my my buddy John, who was on the podcast a few weeks back on the main podcast a few weeks back uh john is a huge prequel defender because mm -hmm. that was his star wars he grew up with that yeah. so um you know so i won't disrespect jar jar i won't kill him off george didn't want to kill him off i think ahmed best would have something to say about that and yeah. most I, I, I would have a picture up on the wall and just saying ousted from ousted from the <laughs> putting you know uh palpatine in charge <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so like like uh but point being is they're about you know they're about and what what we learn here is that there's no royal family anymore mm. it's all by politicians and stuff and the whole reason for that is the last royal family got executed by snoke nice yeah and there's a missing heir to the throne there's a missing heir to the throne that, you know, no one can find and they're not going to proceed with that shit mm -hmm. until their to the throne is brought, brought into the fray kind of thing. So there's a missing heir. Um, so basically what that leads into eight, we come into eight, we begin with... You're um, in nine now, right? Sorry, nine even. Yeah. Okay. We begin with a bit with a Star Destroyer over Coruscant. We are borrowing from Colin Trevorrow because, like Neil has said, and you've kind of said, well, I think I really do think you should have a throwback to the prequels, and I think Coruscant is probably a good place for the end game. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's 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 the planet, you know, yeah. of yeah. that began the journey and whatnot. So fuck it, we're gonna go, we're gonna go Coruscant. Now on Coruscant, 
on Coruscant, it's it's quite literally Independence Day there. Every citizen's looking up, they're seeing some big, massive star destroyer, okay? Uh, and it's like some super-duper big fucking thing, okay? Like one of the biggest we've ever seen kind of thing ever. And basically, um, yeah, aboard it isn't Grand Admiral Fawn. We would think from the last movie, because he was calling the shots, that he's on there. But no, he's left his number two. Um, and it's not Captain Pelion from the books. Uh, Hux has actually become the number two. Mm-hmm. Pelion's with Hux kind of thing, mm-hmm. and Hux is calling the shots. Obviously, he's not really calling the shots because Fraun, he's just doing what Fraun told him to do. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Because Fraun, 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 you know what I mean? Like, he's like, bro, you deviate from the plan. Yeah. You dead. <laughs> <laughs> that guy don't mess around, otherwise Rook's coming for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking speaking of which, a pot what's that? Speaking of which, on that on that particular Star Destroyer is Rose and Nine Numb. Nine Numb for, for refresher for people that aren't familiar with Star Wars. He's the guy that's friends with Lando Calrissian on the Millennium Falcon in Return of Jedi that showed up in Force Awakens and all these films, but was wasted. <laughs> Well, he's become a fan favorite, you know, in the EU. So I would have had Rose and Nine Numb. They, they, they're on their, like, a spies kind of thing, undercover. And then basically they get rumbled. Whatever happens, they thought they could, like, destroy the ship from within before mm-hmm. this fucking thing. They have failed. Rook has rumbled them and Rook has executed Rose. We've killed Ooh. Rose, Tico. We've yeah. executed her. Controversial. By, by Rook. By Rook, okay? Wow. And Rook is a bad motherfucker, okay? And he's Tonk. And not only that, not only that, he's a he, he's like some alien dude that could fuck shit up. So having Rook tussle with Finn would be, you know, pretty good mm-hmm. considering he's just murked and killed Finn's friend, mm-hmm. okay? And that's kind of Finn's kind of journey kind of thing whether whether scary lion has to fight one of the most scariest aliens in the whole fucking mm-hmm. star wars universe kind of thing so yeah that's finn's journey revenge um <laughs> which is not a jedi's way but you know <laughs> he didn't train <laughs> um he didn't train so yeah, he had no montage <laughs> yeah so so yeah nine numb escapes with his life okay he escapes he proper escapes okay and then he sends a distress beacon which reaches the resistance cuts to cuts to um death star remnants that planet with the death star mm-hmm. in water and stuff and it is um and it is uh ferris Ferris, who is a Knights of Ren, who is Ferris from Clone Wars. Okay, little backstory into who Ferris is. She's the one that sets up a. She's the Jedi who turns dark Jedi under Count Dooku that um, sets up Ahsoka, which led to Ahsoka being banished from the from the Jedi Temple and stuff, and that's why she's no longer a Jedi in the Clone Wars kind of thing because she was set up and then when she's proven innocent and Ferris was the one and Anakin whoops her ass um, she dis- she goes under trial but disappears forever no one knows where she is according to canon and um, I kind of think she should be one of the Knights of Red cool. so Barris Bar- Bar- is there she knows Palpatine has some secret shit in there not a Sith Wayfinder but you know they find some Sith knowledge because that's what yeah. MacGuffin. 
That, yeah, that's the MacGuffin for these guys because Snoke is dead. Snoke is after Sith knowledge. Okay, they found some, and they've also found a location off a secret uh, Sith temple kind of thing and that destination just happens to be underneath the main jedi temple on coruscant because that sith temple is actually an ancient sith like i don't know whether i said it before to you guys in the previous podcast but my idea is um well it's not my idea it's george lucas's idea the whole idea is is that there is a sith temple underneath the jedi temple Mm -hmm. that's where darth sidious goes down from his office mm-hmm. to go do some cis shit. But most importantly, that temple is what kind of blocked the Jedi from sensing Sidious in the first place yeah. kind of thing. Cause they were clouded by the darks. There's a lot of dark side energy in that temple that was clouding what they could see. They couldn't tell whether there was a Sith Lord right, right under their noses. And that, you know, that's why. So these guys just found out there's a Sith temple underneath there. Thing is, the Sith temple, you need not just someone that is training to be a Sith, but you also need a Jedi to open the temple, to go further into the temple anyway. And further into that temple is some ancient Sith knowledge that even Palpatine couldn't get. Something dark, something from the Knights of the Old Republic days, Mm -hmm. something from the Darth Bane days. So, like, obviously... That's what Snoke was after from day one. That's why he needed Luke Skywalker. And these guys want that shit. Mm. It's like crack to them. (laughs) It's like crack to them. Okay, so that's what we learned. Now we go to wherever we left Poe. Poe has been captured. He's he's been sold. (laughs) Okay. To and you know, his friends have been trying to track him down. And Finn Finn teams up with Kylo Ren. To rescue, to rescue Poe, basically. Um, Kylo has been sent through his mother, kind of thing. She forced connect. What you learn is that she forced connect with him. She's got his back, but he hasn't been, you know, doing Jedi shit or yeah. working with the resistance. He, him and Ray very much went their way. Mm-hmm. But what happened is Ray wanted to decided she wanted to become a Jedi and she actually went to train with Luke after that. They're still very much a couple Mm -hmm. despite Luke Luke not liking him Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to face his uncle. Yeah. So it's quite that kind of dynamic. So we get to see Finn and Kylo kind of bond on this mission and you see what their dynamic is, right? Like when they rescue Finn when they rescue, sorry, Poe, you kind of get that um, Poe and Finn's dynamic is very much Cap and um, Iron Man's kind of dynamic in Civil War now, because obviously, even though Finn's trying to prove himself to Poe, Poe's like, fuck you, you dropped the ball. You know what I mean? He's still a bit kind of thing. And that kind of goes into later on, they develop and they're like boys again. But yeah, so with... um, with Kylo, the most important thing here is that it's an adventure with Kylo mm-hmm. to show that trio how they work as a dynamic kind yeah. of thing. Um, they rescue Finn, goes cuts to Coruscant being under attack. These guys know they've got to do something and then cuts to the island. Ray has failed her training again. Mm-hmm. 
she's failed her training again for whatever reason but she has built her own lightsaber and her own lightsaber is a double bladed saber based off her bow staff okay okay it's her own it's her own design her own thing she's mm-hmm. passed outside of the training but the one part of the training she she can't face her own fear because she's still trying you know what i mean like whatever i don't know jedi shit <laughs> i haven't put that much i haven't put that parents, much thought. parents. I, haven't, I haven't put that much yeah parents okay cool i haven't put that much thought into it to be quite honest but the point being is she she gets a message that she's needed by leia mm-hmm. so she leaves luke she leaves luke mm-hmm. as she leaves first order ship comes mm-hmm. and down comes Crip Duran, who's Luke's former apprentice, aka the same Crip Duran from the Kevin J. Anderson's Jedi Academy novels, okay, mm-hmm. who was his apprentice that turned to the dark side. And basically, you get another Knight of Ren as well. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I, you were but the learner, but now I'm the master. And it's like, no (laughs) it's like no you're not mate no you're not you've chosen the wrong side luke would never kill kit kit duran because of like his backstory and stuff and you know they're quite close so he you know he disables him Mm -hmm. kills the other guy and then he's like gonna sort out those troops he decides you know in this lightsaber battle as before obviously he threw away his lightsaber disrespectfully we have that lightsaber fight where R2 fires out the green one. He grabs the other one. Mm-hmm. If he loses both sabers, well, in Dark Empire 2, Luke Skywalker has another weapon up his sleeve, which I thought was really cool because in that, he tries to choke Han because obviously in Dark Empire 2, no, Dark Empire 1, he goes to the dark side for a bit and um, he, his metal land is actually a rocket hand. So if you ever played Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Five with the rocket hand, very much that. If oh, any of you guys sure. played that. Okay. So basically what happens is he's he's lost his light he loses lightsaber, they go to hit him, he fires his hand, his hand goes like a fucking rocket, hits someone hit someone in the face and then comes back and then he puts <laughs> it on. I want that as part of the I want that as yeah. part of the fight because one it'll look cool and two no one would expect it no, and people no. that know would be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Have him roll up like no, that's a to- that's that's a feature you can sell on a toy, son. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So, so yeah, Rocket Hand Luke is back, okay? And, but, yeah, so he goes, you know, he sees an army of, like, first all the troops, and he's like, okay, well, you guys need more men. And then Grand Animal Thrawn comes down, comes down. Yeah, shit's about to get real. Luke Skywalker, is, they have, like, a to and fro. Then Luke Skywalker goes for Grand Animal Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn whoops their shit out of Luke Skywalker because Luke Skywalker can't use his powers. <laughs> okay, just straight up cannot use his powers, and all Grand Admiral Thrawn does is dodge him. Mm-hmm. Like literally, you know, one of those martial arts is where Neo shit. Was, wow. yeah, you just dodge, <laughs> cool trip. Oh, I thought you were a Jedi Master. You disappointed me. Mm-hmm. Take him away. Done. <laughs> done he's got his lizard thing on the thing maybe that's like giving a cheeky little grin or a smile i don't know like something for comedic effect Mm -hmm. but the fans would know because like 
you can't do shit with Thrawn, bro. He's all, he's all prepared. And then he turns around to Sid, Sidrus, who's who's um, a dark, well, who's a knight friend in mm-hmm. Dark Empire 2 is a dark side accolade, which is more or less uh, Inquisitor, I guess, in this canon. So, mm-hmm. like I said, with the Knights of Ren, I've made them Inquisitors, if that makes sense, what that would have yeah. been. But they have no master. So, Sidrus, from the previous movie, I haven't really gone into him, but he's stayed very close with Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's, like I said, I want Grand Admiral Thrawn to have a dark side with him at all times. It's going to be Sidrus from Dark Empire 2, and he's very much going to be the knight of Ren that's going to go for the power, if you know what I mean. It's going to be him and Ferret, him and him and Ferris, okay? They're, they're the two you got to watch out for. Everyone else is just cannon fodder, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, so they capture Luke, and now they're going to join the Battle of Coruscant kind of thing. While that's going on, loads of shit happens. I don't know what shit. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it, man. Um, yeah, Boba Fett, Boba Fett will be in there somewhere, no doubt, because the way the way I've introduced it there, because I've got a reason for that. Okay, um, but yeah, the temple. Okay, so big space battle in the air. That's going to be Poe and his crew. He's trying to he's trying to like take out as many ships and stuff. There'll be an action sequence with Leia where Leia and a whole elite troop of like rebels they decide to take down a star destroyer and you know hijack one so they've got one for themselves and i want that action sequence kind of in remnants to a new hope the introduction where you've got like stormtroopers down the corridor and they're like what's going on and then there's a big battle and then she walks out like how vader would have and then maybe even have a bit of rogue one with leia and she's just like fucking shit up you know what i mean and like (laughs) And then she's like, yeah, well, I didn't need my guards. I've just taken down a fucking Star Destroyer by myself. I'm in command of it. Let's fucking set base camp there and take out that Star Destroyer. So that's the kind of like action sequences I'm after. It's like big, massive space battles with Poe in his Poe and his X-Wing pilots in their mm-hmm. X-Wings. Leia com- not just commanding a ship, but like literally like fucking chopping motherfuckers in half. And <clears throat> And yeah, so what happens is Luke, Luke's captured now. Eventually, in a turn of events, Kylo gets captured by the Knights of Ren along with Rey. Okay, they all get captured. They all go down to the end game. The end game is the temple. Okay, in the temple, obviously, they explore it. You get a little bit of history, what Darth Sidious was doing during the prequels, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then comes, the, then comes the door where it opens like you know what i mean where you need a jedi master and an apprentice and thrawn is with them thrawn is with them and you know there's no reason for thrawn really to be there other than you got you know no force powers can be used here so he basically explains he explains like a lot of backstory kind of like why he needed why he needed snoke blah 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 yeah. yeah and why why they're there and this is where we find out we need luke skywalker to open the fucking door okay he's the key to the door and um you know he's he's been reluctant he's like fine we just need we just need your hand 
you know what I mean? Just, you know, to open this door or whatnot. And what they do, they're like, they're like, do we need, so what, yeah. So what they do, he shoots Luke in the chest. Luke, you know, the door's opened. You know what I mean? That door's opened. And then, yeah, <laughs> he's like, later as I'm on my way to battle, he fucks mm -hmm. off. Luke's bleeding out. And then one night a friend decides to go like decides to go in and he basically fucking dies. Head head rolling. Mm. Yeah, it's temple it's not Temple of Doom, it's Last Crusade all over again. <laughs> exactly. So Luke Skywalker Sean Connery. He's, yeah, he's like he's like Sean Connery, he's bleeding out kind of thing. Only the penitent man can pass and all of that shit, basically. Now, remember Ray's fought failed her trials twice now third time's a charm bitch because they send in two knights of ren they get whooped obviously the other knights of ren are like well i ain't going in there <laughs> you know what i mean ferris is there and ferris is in charge and she's like okay looks at ray you're going you know what i mean and then ray goes it's kind of like remember your training mm -hmm. she goes in she goes in and she passes, you know what I mean? Like Indiana Jones style, you know what I mean? That's that whole thing. And it's kind of like a homage to Force Awakens because you see her as like a treasure hunter and stuff and you yeah, can see yeah. her do it. You know what I mean? I want it to be kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of thing a little bit because it's an old temple and shit. Mm -hmm. So she goes, she goes in, she goes in. And then um, what happens is outside, you know, away from that shit. First is following her like fucking Elsa from fucking Last Crusade. She's following her because she, wa she wants the fucking knowledge. She ain't letting Ray get that shit. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So she's going in there along with another Darksider as well. And outside, you've still got one one night, of, probably like two, three nights of Ren, however many are left. Mm -hmm. you got you got um, Kylo Ren and you've got Luke Skywalker and you've got... Um, else you got loads of troops maybe mm -hmm. okay and uh, basically what happens is luke skywalker is back with the force now at this mm -hmm. point he's not cut off anymore he's back with the force at fortune and then basically he reads kylo's mind and he sees what happens that day kind of thing and sees and most importantly he sees what happens with harm mm -hmm. turns around to kylo and says, I forgive you. Mm. Yeah, because you had it that Han turned the blade on himself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. The minute he says, I forgive you, mm -hmm. Kylo now has the strength to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. He decides to take the, the two Knights of Ren out, basically, mm -hmm. and starts fucking everybody up. Um, so then what happens is, you know, obviously something happens, I don't know, um, they get the knowledge, they come out, they heal Luke, but Sidrus is there now, Sidrus is there, Ferris is there, they've got the knowledge, and what's it, they're a light, big lightsaber duel, I, I've obviously not thought about this right, it, it's not only cool in my head, but like, yeah. Yeah, um, not blow for blow, but yeah, go on. But yeah, so big lightsaber duel happens with all of them, but what happened is, while Luke was down, while Luke was down, because they've still got loads of troops on the floor, you know, Coruscant's been taken over kind of thing. So what Luke was doing while he was like bleeding out, he, he was actually using the force to send a message kind of thing. Um, 
yeah, send a message. And the other thing, another message, like, you know, like Beacons, like Gondor sending out a message. With Coruscant, you couldn't um, send a message because the planet was being invaded and stuff. So they scrambled the signal. Have like a storyline where someone's trying to unscramble the fucking signal to send out shit so more troops could get to Coruscant you know, for that Avenger-style showdown kind of shit. Um, so what happens is all the remaining Jedi that were from the temple before, they would have got that message to head to the Coruscant Jedi um, temple, Jedi temple. You would have got Mace Windu, you would have got Ahsoka Tano, and, Sa- and Faris have unfinished motherfucking business, yeah, mm-hmm. just saying. And when that, unfi- when that unfinished business happens, you- basically Clone Wars fans will get that lightsaber mm-hmm. battle they want with those two. But you don't need to tell the audience that. They're just going to fight and people are just going to yeah, go, yeah. oh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, Ferris is with them. Sidris is with Kylo Ren and Rey because he's, like, probably the most, like, yeah. And uh, Luke... Luke's kind of like given the fight to them and said, you guys have got this kind of thing. And his job is for the bigger fight, which is helping Leia destroy like, you know, all that, you know, all, all the ships and stuff. He doesn't get into an X-Wing. No, he's a Bendu. Okay. He learned that shit. Look up what a Bendu is. Watch what they do. That's what Luke does. That's how they win. That's how everyone wins. Okay, Luke Skywalker single-handedly destroys fucking everybody. And it'll be spectacular. Okay, they don't even need half the shit. They're probably overloaded. Oh yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Fett has a fight with Mace Windu. Mace Windu dies. I avenge my father's death. Laters. Sorry, Samuel Jackson nice. fans. Sorry, Samuel Jackson fans. But like, sorry, you can't kill a Mandalorian off like a bitch and not expect some payback i'm just saying like <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> so so yeah i don't know man and then by the end of it by the end of everything you find out that like um kylo dies kylo dies he's dead mm-hmm. he, he fucking dies in this i don't know how somehow he dies and then basically at the end of it all it's like okay well, I'm no longer a Jedi. Luke, Luke kind of has that like thing where it's like the two sunsets going down and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's walk- his last shot is him walking off into the sunset kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the movie. But before he goes, like she's like, oh, so am I the last Jedi? He goes, no, you're not the last Jedi. He is. Looks at her stomach. Boom. Kylo's kid. Later's walk <laughs> off sunset. Um, and yeah, that's how I'd end it. Oh yeah! By the way, she finds out she's a princess. Oh, well, right. Yeah. Oh, so she's she's the, the missing princess. princess. Oh, okay. Her parents get executed. Did I miss what happened to Thorn? Huh? Did I miss oh, what, what happens? Oh, what happens to Thorn? Oh, yeah. Thorn gets fucked up by Luke, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He either gets fucked up by Luke, or should I? Or should? Or should I? Or I don't know. Here's the thing. I would either have okay. So, if you look at what Bendus do, Bendus are dark, aren't light. They're like in the middle kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they have some crazy force powers abilities. So, for example, when he disappeared in Last Jedi, kind of thing, I thought you know, I thought maybe that's where they're going because they showed that in Rebels, mm-hmm. and like he could disappear, and then basically he's now 
just watch the clip on fucking YouTube. Seriously, right. <laughs> <laughs> just for that. I don't want to say it here. I want people to like fucking do their research. Yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, because he's just gonna fuck shit up, man. Awesome. <laughs> I want it to be like like one of those moments in the battle where people think all oh, hope is lost and shit. Yeah. Like have a couple of moments, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, is that Luke Skywalker? What the fuck kind of fucking force power is this? Because he has to be super powerful, and if you haven't got a if you haven't got a Snoke, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've already given him two kick-ass lightsaber battles. What more do you guys want? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and I'm not going to kill him off either. I refuse to. Look, they killed off Han. I'm not killing off Luke and Leia. Okay, that's just too devastating for fucking <laughs> Star Wars fans, man. Just like I know or something. Yeah, got to leave him with fucking hope, man. Like maybe they'll get a ten <laughs> with <laughs> this new kid. I killed him off for the sole reason that he could return to his family. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But it's about him learning to accept that's part of life. And, and um, you know, that was, that was Anakin's journey. That was Anakin's journey. Luke was always about hope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, his art, the way I see it is, is that for the most optimistic Jedi that we've had in the original trilogy... Yeah, he takes a dive, but you know what I mean? It's all about what happens when we fall, learn to get back up, as fucking Alfred would say in Batman Begins. So, you know, like, done. And, you know, he gets to walk off into the sunset. The fans get to go, will there be a spin-off film? <laughs> Seeing what a Bendu's oh, all about. Window ain't getting a spin-off. So. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't give him a spin-off. He getting dead. <laughs> he getting dead. And then um, I know some people might find like disappointment there but i'm like bro like fucking Django got fucking decapitated you don't think bob boba fett did not grow up with some trauma man come yeah, on man yeah. it's like it's like we need some we need some Django justice <laughs> Django and jane the um, other the other thing i might add is that with the whole um with the whole finn Oh yeah, Finn fights Phasma and wins. Mm-hmm. Finn fight Rook, he wins. Cool. And, and I want fucking. Um, oh yeah, he's force sensitive. Mm-hmm. And the way I wanted to leave Finn off is that he has an option to train with Luke as his next right, apprentice. Cool. So it's kind of like okay. And um, what was the last thing? There was something I was going to add, and then I added that. Um, <laughs> shit, what was it? Fuck get it in there <laughs> it's gone but yeah no that's roughly what i got i mean it's not much but you know i don't really think about how i'd improve these films i'd much rather more talented people make a better version but yeah. i'm but like i said i was drawing off like what i know as a fan etc i'd yeah. probably throw in and that's uh, what we could tell the difference so like you know i think i've come very much from like just purely a movie point of view yeah. Um, because I don't have the in-depth history and knowledge of you. You know, I've watched a bit of Rebels, haven't watched the Clone Wars and stuff. So, you know, where you're coming with someone who's read the books, you've got a lot of canon behind you, non-canon stuff. So you're able to draw on a lot more characters and probably pay a lot more homage to the OGs and stuff like that. And um, you know, Neil's got a bit of bit of the both. So I think between the three of us, we we've covered so many different potential angles. Mm-hmm. How they ended up doing what they're doing, I don't know. Because between the three of us, we've come up with three versions which are better than what we got. Um, <laughs> but hey, that's the movie business, right? I think it's probably the luxury that, you know, 
we haven't had, you know, the power and the might of Disney bearing down on us and being like, what are you spending my $200 million on? See, in one, in one, in one iteration of what I had, I wanted Chewie to fight Rook. Oh, okay. Yeah. That might work as well because, like, it's one big beast versus another, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I think if you if Rook killed, what's her face, Rose, Rose, Finn would have a lot more to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, like a lot more to say about that. Oh, yeah, I remembered what it was. So, like, in this epic space battle, okay. So you get Rogue Squadron. You get you get the Falcon. In the Falcon, it's piloted by Lando, Chewie. Wedges in one gunner seat. Nine Numb is the co-pilot rather than Chewie. Chewie's in a gunner seat. So you got Nine Numb and Lando reunited back together again. Give them a moment to nod. You yeah. know what I mean? How you been? Yeah. Blah blah blah. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Because like you know, fans like that. And then also maybe throw in some Lobbot in there. <laughs> yeah. Lobbot from like Cloud City. Have him in there. So you got like a little crew on the Falcon. The Falcon's doing shit with those guys. And then you've got, um, what's it? I think they had General Sadula's ship for the ghost in the original film. So put that in there as well. Have Boba Fett Slave One in there. And obviously show, oh shit, fucking Mace Windu. I'm going to fucking deal with that guy. And then fucking um, Trade Federation. I want them to come in. The Trade Federation, those Mm -hmm. get me my droid decars. I want them in there. So it's like, (laughs) okay, it's like, it's like, you yeah. know, they're joining in the fight now because obviously they're not in Legions with Sidious no more. It's years later. So mm. they're like, fuck, this is a fight for the galaxy. We're coming in with our little round things and stuff and our Japanese looking shit. And then fucking, um, who else would I bring in there? Fucking, um, yeah, Luke Skywalker just takes out everybody. <laughs> um, fuck. Maybe have Jar Jar's crew come from underwater. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So we get we get Naboo fighters. Yeah, and Jar- that's when that's when Jar Jar comes in. No line of dialogue. Guys in a fucking thing, and everyone's like, "Is that Jar Jar firing a fucking Naboo star fighter?" Is this, are they gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> and then first thing, maybe it got, maybe, maybe that maybe maybe that's where it gets destroyed, and everyone claps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's, then, that's, that's an ending, man. Shit. So, yeah, basically, I just want everyone to, like, just show up kind of thing and yeah. just, like, have, have their little moment. Have Babu Frick show up as well because he was, like, the one thing that I like, liked in yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kept I keep forgetting this. Okay, right. So, back to uh, droid Deckars and their fucking starships and mm-hmm. their fucking the Trade Federation guys, right? So... I'd have like an old fucking war droid that they had that is kind of like a mecha kind mm-hmm. of thing. It comes it comes in. I'd have one R2-D2 reprogram the thing and it tra- R2 basically transforms this Transformers in space kind of Gundam style and R2-D2 is murking ships out. Oh, <laughs> snap. And then basically it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be the big fuck you to BB-8 basically. Yeah. And throughout this movie, I want r2 and bb8 to be like top trumping each other like fuck you fuck you or fuck you and (laughs) that's r2's final fuck you and r2 should save the day (laughs) you said that you know what i had in my in my head i had in lord of the rings legolas and gimli yeah yeah totally yeah yeah. totally how many have you killed how many have you killed totally totally that's what i want um it's That's funny how no one's mentioned C-3PO in any of our versions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But no, um, one thing I would say that I really wanted um, originally, though, and I don't think I've iterated here, but it'd take a much more talented writer than me. Um, but after watching Lord of the Rings, I would really like Finn to be the Samwise Ganji character. Mm -hmm. If yeah. that makes sense. So you give John Boyega like a whole arc to shine. And yeah, you know what I mean? And maybe something he does, if it wasn't for that, nothing would have happened, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I was going with his character. But I can't think of a scenario that would mm -hmm. lead up to that. But that would be a character beat that I would want. It'd have to lead into the Poe and Finn story, yeah, most yeah. definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I got, man. Cool, no, mate, yes, plenty. Um, awesome stuff. So, well, I hope, uh, hope listeners enjoyed our versions of episode nine. Um, let us know in the comments what you think. Which versions did you like? Um, what bits, you know, what bits did you like out of each of the versions? Which bits you thought? No, you're way off point here. Let us know in the comments. Um, in the meantime, Sasha, where can people find you on social media? guys can find me on Sashman3 on Twitter. I do apologize for people that I've not really added. It's just I'm freaked out by people like who I don't know asking <laughs> to be my friend. I've got to stop doing this and start following everybody. Um, if I've rejected you, refollow me again. <laughs> Follow. If, they don't, if you don't like them, after, block them. Easy. Um, you know what? You know what it is. It's just like there are people actually following me now, and I'm just like, how do I know? I'm still in that. How do I know this person? And then I keep forgetting <laughs> until I actually do, until I actually do the podcast. I realize I have a podcast. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outside of that, listen, outside of that, listen to what you have to say. <laughs> yeah, outside of that, I never really realized. I didn't. I, I didn't even think that many people listen to us. But then I checked like the old numbers from a podcast before people listen to us i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> absolutely man absolutely so, yeah um neil where can we find you on the world wide web you can find me on shoot for moon pics on instagram that's it <laughs> cool. uh and you can find me on twitter at ken and talks film so yeah again please let us know your thoughts on the episode and uh in the comments suggest some movies for us to discuss in the future um you can catch all our episodes on youtube apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher soundcloud various platforms um so if you like what you do please like subscribe and share our podcasts across social media all your different platforms um if you thought it sucked and we have no idea what we're talking about then you know send it out there so people can comment on us anyway that'd be great um thanks very much <laughs> yeah you don't want the smoke <laughs> yeah I want all the smoke. Uh, <laughs> thanks very much for listening. Until next time. Peace. Peace.